Hello, Five Finance family. Welcome to Flip It with Tamara. Um, so, Flip It, right? A show designed to flip the narrative on how we view and use finances in both our business and personal lives. And so, um, keeping with the theme of this month, I do have another guest, and we're going to get into who that guest is in a little bit. Um, but I do want to start off just by reminding you about what we have going on um, with Five Finance because we got a lot going on. Okay, um, so first and foremost, we definitely know that tax season is right around the corner. So we're going to be starting um, taking consultations with people. So we want you to go to the website. Um, we want you to book a consultation so that you can have your slot, right, to make sure you can meet with us. We can learn about what's going on prior to the tax season starting. So tax season is going to be in full effect come February 15th. It's usually when the IRS opens up. So we definitely want you to um, book a consultation with us before then. Okay. Um, and then we also have our YouTube page, right? So we definitely want you to check out our YouTube channel. Um, subscribe if you're watching us tonight and you are not a subscriber please hit that subscribe button hit the like button if you like what you hear um, every week I come before you either by myself or with a guest and it's always just good conversation and good content so if you like what you hear and you want more of it definitely subscribe so you can get those notifications um, and then you can always check out uh, the videos and replay um, because again a lot of good information, a lot of good content coming before you week over week, okay? And then we also have our podcast, right? So we launched our podcast. Um, so that is up and running and we are streaming along multiple platforms. Um, I think we're on Amazon Music, Spotify, um, and Audible. It's up on the screen here. So definitely follow us. Um, make sure that you check out our podcast again. Um, good content that you can listen to while you're in your car um, or maybe while you clean the house or whatever you're doing, um, even at the office, right? I usually listen to books when I'm working, so good information for you to listen to while you're working. Um, and then we also have our summit coming up, okay? So I want you to save the date, January 14th. It's going to be our Connect and Elevate Summit. Okay, uh, we're going to have a panel of experts on that summit. So again, uh, you definitely don't want to miss. Um, last week we had Charles Jackson on and he's also going to be one of the feature speakers in the summit. Um, <clears throat> and so we are going to have other people there too, HR experts, branding experts, and we're going to have someone in investment um, real estate as well. And I'm know that we have a lot of people that are venturing out into that particular area of business. So you definitely want to make sure that you check in um, to get that good information. Again, visit the website www.fivefinance.com slash main event so that you can put your um, book your slot there. Seats will be limited, so make sure that you go and register as soon as possible, okay? You're definitely not going to want to miss the main event, okay? Um, and then we have our masterclass, right? The Trump Effect Masterclass is still on the website, 
Okay, again, tax season is approaching. And so you want to make sure that you are taking advantage of this master class before the tax season starts. Um, the master class, again, is designed as an educational course. So I am showing you these tax shelters. We're talking about them. I'm also showing you how to implement them in your particular situation. So again, it's um, self-paced. Okay, I want to make sure I, uh, I reiterate that it's self-paced. So when you register for the class, you will have a lifetime access to the class and you can go um, through the class at your own pace. All right. So pause, um, take notes, come back, play at your leisure. Right. So I don't want you to be overwhelmed. Um, no one loves doing taxes unless you're me. But definitely um, you might you want to definitely visit the website and get your start on putting the Trump effect into your life. OK. All right. So that's all the news. Right. Now that I got the news out of the way, I'm definitely excited about learning how to articulate um, your value to clients. Right now, this is something um, that I definitely struggled with. Uh, when I was starting off, uh, my messaging was just all over the place, honey. I just knew that at the end of the day, I needed to uh, book some people so that I could pay my bills, right? <laughs> so that's where I was. Uh, and needless to say, because I didn't have a plan, because I didn't know these things, because I had not met an income strategist expert like we're going to have on the show tonight, um, I was not successful, okay? It was very hard because I was not articulating my value, okay? And there's a big difference um, in talking to clients about your value versus pricing, and we're going to get into all of that, I promise. But uh, definitely, I was doing it wrong, okay? Um, and it took a minute for me to figure out that I was doing it wrong. But when I figured it out, oh my goodness, changed my life. Okay, um, and so I know we have some people logging on. Hey, JP, Flawfully Yours, hello, how are you? So I feel like we got some people um, coming in from Angelica's uh, tribe as well. And Angelica is the guest that we're going to have on to tonight. I'm so excited and so honored that she took time out. Y'all, she's a mompreneur. Okay, so her and I connect, at least on that level. <laughs> we're both mompreneurs, which means that, you know, yes, we're running our own businesses, but we are also mommies, okay? We're somebody's wife. Um, so it's a lot to juggle at times. So I'm always grateful when another mompreneur takes the time out to, um, you know, just chat with me, right, and have a good conversation. Um, so again, when you think about a mompreneur, you think about a, um, a boss, right, entrepreneur, you think about bosses or, or um, people making money moves. But when I think about this particular lady, I think about um, sage, like the word sage comes to mind. Um, the word confidant comes to mind, encourager. Um, and that's truly who she has been for me in the short amount of time that we have known each other. And so I know that she is going to bless you as well with um, all of her experience and expertise. Um, so you definitely are once going to want to stay tuned until the very end. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Um, so 
Without further ado, I'm going to welcome to the stage Angelica Prather, okay, <laughs> income strategist. Hey, Angelica. Hello, Fine Finance family. <laughs> I am very excited to be here. It's a, I'm humbled and it's an honor to share the stage with such another beautiful black powerful woman mm -hmm. of God, I must say. Thank, you. Thank, <laughs> so, you. thank, thank you. you. Yes, thank you. So tell the people a little bit about yourself because I could like go on and on and on, but I had to stop. You saw I was about to give you an introduction. I was like, hold up, wait a minute. I'm gonna let her introduce herself. <laughs> so tell the people about yourself. Well, for those who don't know me, I'm, I'm not, I, cause I guess I could share a lot, but for the sake of this show, we ain't got all that time in the world. I am an income strategist, speaker, and a coach, a business coach. And, and I represent, I would say I represent uh, black beauty professionals and unapologetically going to say that. Yes. I help them through my signature program, Charger Worth Academy. And my job um, is to actually help them articulate their value and their worth and get them to increase their income without overworking. And so I support them through my signature program and I decided to retire from being behind the chair and answer the call and showing up for my community and teach them the things that I had learned throughout my journey of being a beauty professional hairstylist for 20 plus years, salon owner for eight years. And I did it successfully. And I was, I realized there was a gap in the marketplace and I said, no more. No more can I just sit here and just make my coins. It's time to help others reach their pinnacle and whatever that success is. But of course, you know, that has to be stewarded correctly. So I created this um, program, which is now Charger Worth Academy, and it walks them through a series and a journey of articulating their value um, and then increasing their income. So that's what I do. I love it. I love it. And I love the fact, if y'all missed it, did you hear her say that she's retired? I'm just saying. Um, so goals, okay, y'all? Goals for myself, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. She's retired. Well, well, let me just back that up. So I had to, that wasn't willingly. Okay. I'm just going to tell you that truthfully. That okay. wasn't willing, willingly retiring. I still love doing hair. Right. So when I said I answered the call, that means there was a struggle right. to say this season is over, RIP to that version, right. and now I'm going to be obedient. So I'm just going to put that out there because I'm going to be like, that is a goal, but you might not want this because it's another line of responsibility. Right. As we're talking about value, it's another, it's a different, um, a different responsibility right. answering a call. Sometimes it looks pretty, but it doesn't feel that pretty. So, mm, girl, see now I was about to. That remind me of um, I was watching Pastor Todd, and he had made a mention about um, a blessing um, and a burden looking very similar, depending mm -hmm. on where you're sitting. And so, <laughs> y'all just wanted to throw that out there, so I can <laughs> I can kind of relate to what you're saying because again. Um, you had to answer that call, right? And we're so grateful that you did because apparently you are helping others do exactly what you were able to do, which is why you were successful um, for so long. Um, so Samurai says, hold up, where's my pen and paper? Don't want to miss any of this info y'all about to give us. You do not, Samurai. <laughs> so, Thank you. 
So when we, uh, when I hear um, value, right, I hear that term value, I think for me, like I talked briefly about how I struggled at first, right? And I think my main struggle was because I was confusing value with cost, okay? Mm -hmm. And so I put a quote up earlier today, um, and it was a quote from Warren Buffett. It was saying that um, cost is what you pay, value is what you get, <laughs> mm. right? And so um, when you look at it from that perspective, then you understand that there is a big difference, and then mm -hmm. your communication should also change, right? Um, so I want you to tell us what your definition of cost versus value is, and then I want you to help us understand why it is important to be able to communicate your value. Okay, so I'm going to give you our urban dictionary stuff. Okay, all right, <laughs> okay. let's go. So let's think about the word cost. Right. When it costs you something, it is a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. The word cost means it comes with a sacrifice. So what I teach is you are either investing in mm -hmm. something with a return, right? So ROI, which is your return on investment. I don't really like the word cost because if it costs me something, I'm sacrificing something on the other end. Okay. Now, when we think of value, it's a person's principle and standard of behavior. So that's the actual definition of value. And when you think of the value, when I think of value, what am I gaining from it? So one is a sacrifice and one I'm gaining. Mm. And you have to be able to look at it from a different set of lenses. Mm. See, anything that you're doing in your business or anything that you're doing in life comes with a cost. And mm. I've said this before, the word yes and the word no come with major costs, right? Mm. And when I think of my yes, does it have value to what I'm saying yes? Does it have value to what I'm providing for this particular client or whatever it is that I'm doing? Does my no come with a cost? Am I saying no to an opportunity because there's something greater on the other side? So when I think of those particular words, I don't really like to use the word it's costing me mm. unless it feels like I'm not, I'm sacrificing and I'm not getting a return on investment. Mm. So gotcha. that's just a little. No, that's really good because um, when you look at it that way, right, you're already going in kind of like with this um, glass half empty mentality. If you say, oh, it's going to cost me this much. So I got to price my, you know, I got to put my price point at this because I'm only focusing on cost instead mm -hmm. of you flipping the narrative. Right. And saying, hey, this is the value that I'm going to be able to communicate and add to my client. So now you're using a whole different choice of words, right? Your, your word, your lingo, all your communication is going to change. And it should be evident, I'm assuming, on every single platform, correct? So that tell us how do we communicate that value once we understand, okay, we need to look at it from a um, perspective of this is the value I'm bringing. How do we communicate that effectively? So I'm going to backtrack because before you can even speak something, you mm -hmm. have to actually know it okay. in your mind. Right. So if you were to close your eyes right now, I'm going to mm -hmm. put you on the spot. And if y'all in the chat, y'all can join in because she's a very interactive show. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you close your eyes right now and you were to ask yourself one word, what is the results that you are bringing to your client? What's that one word? Uh, peace of mind. 
Okay. And then anybody in the chat, if you want to chime in. So what is that costing your client? Well, I shouldn't say what is it costing you, but it is going to cost your client something, right? right? It's going to come with a cost. It's a sacrifice. You, you're giving them peace of mind. Right. By partnering with Five Finance Family, they are gaining peace of mind. Right. Right. And that's beautiful. Right. But that's not enough for them. They right. don't see that. Right. So what is the words that they are using? What are they saying that what's their pain points? Right. Saying, I'm stressed. I think I'm about to be audited. <laughs> Can you help me? Like, that's usually what it is. So if we look at this as a math problem, because right. I like math, right? So mm -hmm. at the end, there there's stress plus, you know, um, audited right. equals peace of mind. Right. So your value is on the other side of the mm -hmm. equation, mm -hmm. right? So I think of everything in numbers, and I'm not a guru like you when it comes <laughs> to them. <laughs> but I do teach people how to charge their worth. And one of the things that, you know, even for me, I struggle with it. I, so I can firmly say today that I have no problem articulating what I'm bringing to the table. Right. And I'm not going to negotiate with what I'm bringing to the table, but I can make you see that these are your paying points and this is what this is going to get you. This is what your return of investment is going to get you, mm. which equals the value that I am. Correct. So first I want you to think about what is it in your mind that your particular clients are going to be getting? What are the results that they were going to be giving? Because you could do beautiful stuff. Ain't nobody care about no beauty. Right. At the end of the day, they want to walk away with something that they are proud of, mm. that is life changing. Um, so you can have the most beautiful website or you can have a crappy website. Believe it or not, if your messaging is on point, they will still book with you. Okay. Not because it's so pretty. Right. Let's just get that right. Because all the data that I realized that I, after a while, I'm like, it don't matter. Because at the end of the day, they are going to, if your messaging is on point and they, right. you speaking to their paying points, boo-boo. You can have an ugly picture of yourself, but that message is on point. They are booking with you. Right. Right. So it's because they understood the pain points and they understood that that is a value system that they need you to come on the other side. That's why we're in business, regardless to what we, yes, the results and the fruit of being in business is that we gain success. But the reality, anybody who's in business, yes, we need to pay our bills. I'm not saying go broke 99, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that anyone who's in business, there has to be a heart behind it, mm. but it has to start here. If I don't right. know what I am literally doing or what is the result besides the, the investment, right. then I'm, I'm disconnected from the person because on the other side of this business is I need to connect with people. Mm. There's, and people got coins. Right. And what's going to make them spend their coins in your business? Mm. Right? Mm. So right. we can't, we got to get past the price tag and pass, oh, this is what I'm worth uh, or any of that stuff. And I teach that. Right. Um, and, I'm, and when they get into my program, they're like, oh, I thought this was going to be about my money. Yes, but let's pause. Let me, let, tell me why someone needs to sit in your chair. Right. Tell me, if you can't, if you cannot articulate your why, why right. are you great? Mm. What is it different about your business? What is, who are you helping? Who are you specializing in? Are you just going to be talking to everybody and everybody that's walking past, you're just going to get them in your chair? Right. No, that's not the case. So you have to do that groundwork, which starts here, because if I can think it, then I can believe it. Then we move on to articulation. So I just had to take you guys there mm. to that place before you start getting into, let me start articulating. You mm. got to understand there's a root to everything um, right. because you could be great. I don't care how great you are. I'm from New York. 
I just say, don't give me, don't give me the fluff. Right. If you start giving me fluff, boo boo, you done lost me. <laughs> so you better be able to articulate really quickly. So with that being said, now we can move into how. How do we articulate that? So uh, I don't want to keep going. If you had another question. Yeah, we, we do have a question. You know, but it's you know what? It was getting so good. But we did have some questions and comments come in. So um, there was one comment from Casey. Um, he says, Malcolm Monroe has said that if you do not value your worth, no one else will. So mm, basically, right, very, very powerful. And then we had a question come in from Samurai. He said, what is the difference between value and worth. Ooh. So let's think let's go into worth. Right? When I when I buy jewelry or mm -hmm. I buy a fur, right? This is going to have this is worth something. When we buy a house, right? We know we have equity in it. Right. And I like to give examples that are real life because it's very hard for someone to put a price tag on themselves cuz we're invaluable honestly, mm -hmm. right? right? We're totally invaluable. Right. And even you're going to hear other coaches say, oh, I hate when I hear other coaches say you charge your worth. Mine's is because that's the reason why I've named my course that is because that's the wording and the language my particular um, target audience uses. Right. So it's easy for them to find me. Marketing tip, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so for the value for me, and, and, and this is what I have to correlate. Mm -hmm. when I'm looking at any particular words, because words have a lot of meaning, but what does it mean to you? So for me, the worth that I'm bringing is all of my years of experience. You're getting my foundation. You're getting my blueprint. You're also getting my struggles. You're also getting that and those problem solving. And that has a worth to it. That has a revenue worth to it. Right. Now, the value that I'm bringing, I hope this is making sense, Samurai. The mm -hmm. value that I'm bringing is, is the fact of all of this in my mind has been written and has been now handed over to you. That's invaluable, and you could take this and reapply it. So your return of investment is going to be coming over and over mm -hmm. and over because mm -hmm. now you have the blueprint and the secret sauce, and you could just apply it into your way. So there's a big difference for me between value and your worth. And I don't want to put it in like mathematical terms or anything no, like good. that. But I wanted you to kind of see it from a different set of lenses because you're going to hear a lot of people say, and they're two totally different right. words. They are not the same. Um, and, and I know that a lot of people struggle with like, well, how do I put, how do I put what I'm doing um, in worth? Like, the price tag or, right. you know, what is that? You know, what is it worth? What is my program worth? What is my music lessons worth? What is this house worth? You know, you have to ask all of that. So when well, I know when they're doing comps, do you look at other people in the area? Now that's something I don't do. I'm not looking at anybody mm. in the area. I'm not going to do that. And the reason why is because my business takes other things to run. So if I look to the person to the right or the left of me, I don't know their bills. Correct. So it has to be backed up by data right. for to, to understand what the worth of my program is or the worth of me being your coach, right? It takes a lot for it to, to run. Right. And, and, and it's a sacrifice for it to run too. So I have to take all of those things in consideration. Right. But the value that I'm giving you is 17 years of mistakes, mm. up and downs, working with people that didn't accept right. me, working with people that did accept me, getting implementing different things. What is it to run a salon? What is it to run a coaching business? You're getting all of that compass in one. That's value. And oh, I have absolutely. to 
put that all together. So yep. hopefully I answered your question, Samurai. <laughs> I think you did. And we also had another question come in while you were answering his question. So um, Flawlessly Yours had a question of saying, now, does, so does your value dictate, I mean, does your worth dictate your value? So that's a little bit complex, but I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get this right. So does your worth dictate your value? Right. Um, no, and I'm gonna say this for several different reasons. Um, there's no price tag on all of my years of experience. Right. right. There's no price tag on my crying and my failures and all that other stuff. Right. There's no price tag on that. Right? right. And I feel like the value that I'm bringing, whether I've been in the business for one year, but I had major success, that's value. Right. So one or 17 years or one in 20 years, there's still value in that. Um, and I'm going to give you this uh, to help. Hopefully this will resonate. So when new stylists and I'm going to give the example because I'm I'm still no. a beauty professional. Right. But um, when new stylists come into the industry, they always automatically undercharge. They feel like if mm -hmm. I undercharge, then I'll get clients. Right. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is you still went to school. You still have a business to run, but you're still providing value. Whether you're confident in it or not, you're still providing value. Mm -hmm. And that, if you take that mentality, oh, I'm new, and that's in any area. If I'm new to something, I should undercharge. Hey. That's a scarcity mindset. Mm -hmm. That is so scarcity mindset that you're mm -hmm. like, oh, I just need people, so I'm just going to do it because I need the money. But all of that experience that you have being in whatever school or trade school you just taken, you need to either pay back your loans or something of that sort. You have skills that are going to be invaluable. That's why someone's sitting in your chair. Right. So you have to make sure that you're very clear on, I still provide value. This person is still getting their hair washed, still getting it blow dry, whether they're getting it colored or anything like that. And you're just, maybe you're a little afraid of how it's going to turn out, right. but you got to be realistic. Is this, is this client worth my time? Mm. And I'm not confident to do it. If I'm not confident to do it, I might as well articulate clearly, I don't think I'm the best fit for you. Right. Let me let me find someone that's a better fit for you. But if you have the scarcity mindset and you're like, I need to just go and do it because I need the money, it's gonna cost you. Right. Right. And it's gonna be a problem. Right. And as yeah. while you were thank you for explaining that. Flawlessly yours. I really hope that you got that because it was a lot. She unpacked a lot, but it definitely, um, she did. She said, ah, oh, I see. So um, it definitely reminds me of a saying, um, and I don't know if you've heard this or not, but when you're talking about value, right, and it being something that, um, you know, you are invaluable, right? And then the lessons that you've learned, good and bad, right? That's what you're bringing to the table. It reminds me of that saying that says um, you can um, feed, feed a man and he'll eat for a day, but you teach a man how to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. So, again, it talks about you bringing that value to the table in your blueprint that you're providing to other beauty professions saying, hey, I'm helping you not make all the mistakes that I had to make <laughs> mm -hmm. in order to show you how to do it right. And now you can take this blueprint that I've put my blood, sweat and tears in and you're welcome, you'll be successful <laughs> because guess what? 
I figured out how to be successful in this lane, right? Yes. Um, it, it, and it also reminds me of um, when we talk about cost versus value. So if I pick up a paintbrush from, uh, let's say, from uh, Michael's, right? That paintbrush, $2. That's how much that paintbrush costs, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, in my hand, it's a $2 paintbrush, if we gave it to someone like Picasso, if he was still alive, that paintbrush would be a lot uh, worth a lot more because he can mm-hmm. create something greater than I ever could, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about cost versus value, um, that's how we have to think about it. Like you using the tools that you have may be a lot more valuable in your hands than in mine and vice versa, right? Mm -hmm. You know, a calculator may be a lot more valuable in my hands (laughs) than it would be in yours, right? You could do some things with a calculator. Right, (laughs) right. Um, Or Excel spreadsheet, right? But but definitely, um, I'm glad that you kind of laid out the platform and helped us understand the difference between it. Because I know, honestly, that's where I struggled. And I did exactly what you said. You know, hey, I'll be the lowest price, right? I'm trying to be competitively priced. Those are the words we use when mm-hmm. we're trying to make excuses for us, you know, doing what we do. I'm, I'm trying to be competitively priced. And so we undercharge. Right. And that does two things. It, it hurts us and it really hurts the market, too. So when you start doing that, um, professionals, I don't care where you are in your business, whatever uh, business arena you're in. When you do that, you're you're muddy in the waters. OK, you're making it hard for everybody else in that profession because you're setting an unrealistic goal, right? Like there is no way you're going to continue to be successful and you're undercharging by crazy amount. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't Mm -hmm. always be the cheapest because one, you're going to burn out. I'm telling you, you're going to burn out because you're going to have to take on a lot more in order to compensate. Um, And then you're not going to like what you do after a while. And Mm -hmm. so it's going to reflect in your customer service. It's going to reflect in the quality of work you put out. And then eventually you're going to lose clients. I mean, that's what's going to happen. And so you have to come to the realization that, um, you know what? No, I'm going to communicate my value. And that is how I am going to charge, right? Mm -hmm. Through the value that I'm bringing. Um, In corporate America, we call it value add, right? So we are building a product, but what is the value that I'm adding to that product that makes me stand apart? So it moves me to my next question um, about value proposition, right? So when we talk about this term value proposition and for everybody listening, um, value proposition is usually three areas that you focus on. So you're focusing on solving a problem, Okay, Uh, you're communicating your benefits, like what benefits are you providing? And then what's your secret sauce? What are you doing that's so different from all of your competitors? So can you talk to us a little bit more, Angelica, on how we can create this value proposition and then how we should communicate this effectively? 
All right. So uh, let me let me backtrack a little bit. Right. And I'm I'm only going to use what I know because I yeah. don't like talking from the top of my head. It's okay. But um, when I think about when I was a hairstylist, right, and right. there were so many that there's a lot, right? There's a lot right. to choose from. I kind of looked at it. I went to school for fashion as well. So I went to fashion merchandise management for those who don't know. And one thing I remember was when we were studying like different brands like Nordstrom's and then it was Payless and they all had shoes, right? Mm -hmm. But what they all provided, they, you know, you got your Macy's, you have your, you'll have even Target. That's can be a department store. Um, and then you'll have your Berdolf Goodman. All of them are huge big box stores. And when you go into these stores, they offer some of the same similar things, even some of the same similar brands. But guess what? They all have different prices. Uh-huh. Right? So now we're walking in there and we're evaluating. But what is different is the customer service. Uh-huh. Target and a Walmart is completely Hello. different. Right? <laughs> Wally World be having a whole bunch of stuff going on. So and I I'm, I'm sorry. Put some respect on Target's name is Target. Um, but All right. <laughs> well, to be honest, I had a client that actually owned a Target and she's uh-huh. like, it's not actually Target. <laughs> so we digress. That's the Americans trying to come there. So we right. don't. We don't. <laughs> We just having a little fun, y'all. Right. Um, so anyway, when you go into these three different stores, they offer you something. Their lighting is completely different. Right. The sound of the music, how they're dressed, how they treat their clients. All of that is encompassed of how they're going to serve their clients. Right. How they're going to serve their customers, right? And then you go and you think about, but they all can sell very similar things. Right. Why is that? right? They can have a pot for 59, then you got the same exact pot looks exactly the same for like $399. And you're like, mm. but I can get it cheaper there. But I know for me personally, I would love to go to a bird of equipment because of the experience, everything mm-hmm. that it takes to go buy that pot. Mm. I know when I walk in, they are going to treat me like gold. Mm. They are going to call me by my first name. They are going to show me different pots, tell me how it works, show me all of these different things, what it can do. They take time. I have an expensive taste palette. Um, My pockets might not represent it yet, right? (laughs) The million dollar pockets are not there. However, and I'm claiming it in the name of Jesus. um, (laughs) However, what I will say is that those particular um, sectors of business all represent different people. So you have to know who fits in this particular audience. What I am, what I am doing, who is it going to be for? And that's right. beyond the demographics and all that stuff. What's their personality right. like? What do they like to shop? You have to know the personality of the, like the personality of the client you're trying to attract. Mm. You have to really know them, know right. them better than they know themselves. Right. So you really are studying their habits, their behaviors, what is it that you're going to, like, I'll give your example when you said peace of mind. Mm-hmm. So what does stress sound like for them? When they right. come into five finances world, what am I going to eliminate immediately that right. is going to remove the stress, right? right? Because the ultimate value that they're getting is peace of mind. Right. So what can I teach them? What can I implement into their world right away that's going to immediately let them see the value that they're investing in? Right, right. 
So for me, that's like a value proposition. And I hope I answered that. No, correctly. no, you, you <laughs> did an amazing job. And while you were walking us through like the different scenarios, like you literally touched on every point. Right. So, again, it's knowing who you are marketing to, knowing who your ideal client is. So when you talked about the lighting, right, that's that's a benefit. Like maybe you like to you want to really see what you're buying. OK. And mm -hmm. so some stores, um, they pay close attention to that lighting. Some stores, that's not important. Sorry. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. No, it's fine. And, and, and just to add to that, I used to do visual merchandising management mm -hmm. and I didn't understand what they were teaching us. But they taught us about the, the sound of the music. They taught us about not only the sound of the music, the volume of the music. They said when a client walks in the door, they need to understand that they need to set a certain mood. And that goes into if you're a small business owner um, in any way, whatever it is that you do that makes you unique, stick to that because that's a part of your branding. Don't try to change because you see other people doing stuff. If Target was trying to be like Walmart, that would be a problem because Target's customers are completely different than Walmart's customers. And we all know that. We see the memes all out there. It's completely different. Macy's is completely different than a Saks Fifth, right? It's, it's just totally night and right. day. So you have to think of yourself, compare, uh, and, I, and I hate the word comparison, but when you're thinking of creating your blueprint or you're creating your business, if it's a digital product or anything of that sort, think about the experience that goes along with it. Like mm. I always tell people when you're creating a product, walk through the customer's experience first. Don't just think from, oh, this is going to be great. This is great information. Walk through the customer's experience, then create your experience, right? Mm. Because if you do it the opposite way, like when I thought about Charger Worth Academy, I had to go back and I had to step into the world of what was I struggling with? And then what was the answer to that? So I had to go back to what did I feel? Right. Those feelings were key for me to say, okay, when I knew that I wasn't making a lot of money and I knew that I needed a financial jump, I had to think, what was I feeling at that point in time? Right. What was it? And then I had to write that out. And that's sometimes hard to go back into that world, especially when you've made it, right? Right. And you're not you're no longer there. You forget all that stuff. So that helped me to walk through my students' journey. So when they come through, I already tell them straight up and down because I'm straight to the point. Look, you want fluff? I ain't the fluffy girl. Right. Okay. <laughs> if you, <laughs> this is not gonna happen. I say that straight, straight and raw. You know, I know hairdressers. We can be a little lazy. I said there's such thing as a lazy question. It's no right. good or bad, but there's a lazy question. Right. Right. And so. I know when you're being lazy, you haven't done the work. I can immediately mm. tell. So I think it's just you have to walk through the customers because at one point I was lazy in my career. Mm. It didn't mm. get me nowhere, right? right? So I had to start solving problems that I wanted to. I had to invest in myself in order to get out of that lazy rut. Walk through the customer's experience first, then create your product. Now, that's a very, very good point. And walking through the customer's experience can be a little harder than you think, right? Because you get so focused on um, this is what I know has worked in the past and this is what I know needs to be done that sometimes we just glaze over that. Um, mm -hmm. But when you do it and you present it in the right way, game changer. changer. Because even my consultations, I started listening more to the client, right? 
And then all of my questions, like after they would go through and tell me all of their issues and their pain points, right? I'm taking notes. And so then when I, you know, communicate to them what I can do, now I'm just telling them, hey, these are all your pain points. Here are all my solutions, right? Mm -hmm. And that's all people want to hear. That's all they want to hear is that you're listening to them and that you're going to do something about it. You're going to give them a solution. Like, that's all they want to hear. They want to be heard, mm -hmm. and they want their problem solved. If you could do that, oh, my God, that's how, that's what entrepreneurs do, people. Like, it's really, that's it. That's all we are, are problem solvers. That's all we that's are. And so people come to me, you know, with a different type of problem. They may come to you because they can't get their hair to grow or <laughs> Oh, they tried to dye their hair themselves and now half of their hair falling out, right? Okay, mm -hmm. I need to come to Angelica because I don't know what's going on. They yeah. come to me because, oh, I got this letter in the mail, honey. I tried to do my taxes on my own and this happened. Can you, you explain this to me? What's going on? Mm -hmm. So, again, they all come with problems and it's up to us to be able to solve those problems. And I, I, I loved what you said earlier that if you feel you are not confident enough in yourself to solve that problem, then have that conversation. I've had those conversations with the clients. I've said, you know what? Um, I don't think I'll be the best person suited to help you with this particular problem. However, I can direct you to someone who may be able to help you. And I don't mind doing that. Because one thing that um, I've learned is that all money is not good money, and you have to understand um, when you are going to be doing someone else a disservice, okay? Because you take good it time. on that client, and you're not confident that you can deliver, you're doing that client a huge disservice, you know? Yeah. Yes, you can probably learn it, absolutely, okay? But at the end of the day, if you are truly passionate about what you do, and customer service should always be your top priority, right? I don't care what I got going on. My clients are like my top priority because guess what? I mean, they're the reason why I'm in business, right? <laughs> they should be my top priority. And so you got to make sure that you're not in any way jeopardizing um, the quality of service, the value that you're putting out. Um, because you want to make a dollar, right? And I think that's what, that is definitely what Angelica is preaching to all of us right now, right? You have to be able to effectively communicate your value, and then you have to understand how to charge your worth, right? So, um, awesome sauce. I love all of it. Um, so, now that you've showed us um, or walked us through like what value is versus what your worth is, um, a flawlessly yours is sending them to someone else who can help them can actually still enable a relationship built and even give you more business on the back end. You are so right. I'm glad you yeah. said that, sis, because that's exactly what happened. People want your honesty. They just want you to be honest. They just want, and, and I've had clients tell me, um, I just got off the phone with somebody else and I felt like they were trying to sell me. And I'm glad you were just having a conversation with me. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if I can't help you, I can't help you. And I'm going to tell you that because 
I want to see you win. I don't care if it's with me. I don't care if it's with Joe Blow down the street. At the end of the day, I just want to make sure you're taken care of, right? And so thank you for making that statement because she is absolutely right. Um, So when we, now we know, you know, what our value is, what versus what our worth is, um, you've given, given us steps on how to communicate that. So now my question is, um, the, the, I guess the platform on which you Mm -hmm. communicate, right? So we have social media, right? We got our, we got our, uh, I have a website, right? You got your website, right? Um, we offer, uh, you have an academy, right? I, I offer a class too. So it's so many different medias, um, mm-hmm. in which we can communicate this messaging and how can we ensure that it's the same message and it's effectively being distributed across all of those platforms, right? <sighs> I know is, this is my favorite part because <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with you guys. This is my favorite part because I even got caught up in this. And I think that so many people are looking at social media as like, you know, it is like a commercial, right? You can advertise galore, right. but let's go back to communication, right? Mm. All of these vehicles of eyes looking on you is about self really look at me. And this is what I can do, right? And one of the things that if I go back and I look, um, I didn't build my business, my six-figure business as a salon owner through social media at all. Mm -hmm. Zero. Zero social media, okay? And so I did it what they would consider old school way, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Um, In relationship building, Mm -hmm. what I have realized, if I take those same principles in relationship, And I apply it to the platform where my customers are, not mm. all platforms. Mm-hmm. So what I could be honest is now we're everywhere. All honesty, I'm everywhere. I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm right. on Instagram, I'm on all stuff. I had to pick where are my biggest traffic source coming from. Right. Because I had to number one, know my clients, right? right. But I had to make sure that my messaging is consistent. And to be truthfully honest, sometimes you will partner with people and they will shift your messaging or they will help you to see a bigger, maybe a broader, but you're not there yet. You still need to speak to those particular people. So on my website, I had to be very clear of who I'm talking to. And I didn't want to move away from helping beauty professionals, helping hairstylists. And I actually needed to put in my messaging, I actually help black beauty professionals right and it's not that i'm excluding anybody else no it's just that that's the market that is hurting right and keeping it all the way 100 i wanted to move away from that um and and that wasn't really keen for me because i had already built my audience in a black uh with black beauty professionals right right i studied their language so when i'm saying communicate make sure that you're talking to them in a relationship Mm. format when you just like, look at me, I'm doing this. I have this conference. I have this, I have that. We have beautiful things going on. I'm just mm-hmm. keeping it real. Like, and I, and I had to realize when I started going through people's, when I started to follow anybody or admire, because that's what a follow is. It's like, oh, I admire that. Right. They're actually talking to you. If it's just all eyes on me, look right. at what I'm doing. This is my quote. This is this, this is that. Nobody don't care about that. Mm-hmm. We love you, boo, but nobody cares. Mm-hmm. So make sure that it's a conversation because if you go to a party, and you hanging out, you're not gonna be sitting there talking all about you. Right. 
you're going to try to get to engage. That's why it's called engagement. Mm. So I would think that when you are thinking of your social media and you're thinking about your messaging, make mm. sure that your quote or make sure that your um your social media, whatever vehicle you're taking can actually start a conversation. And it might not be publicly. Right. Don't forget that a like might not happen, but they might DM you. They might right. private message you. So because a lot of people don't, that are really serious about what it is that you're offering might strike a nerve and they will DM you. Mm. They right. might not like it in public. So don't look so much for the public eye. Right. Hopefully they end up in your vehicle of like, okay, now we're, we're having intimacy. Correct. Right? And I think that's what we're missing in social media. And I think that's what we're missing in our messaging is the intimacy of getting people to understand that I have a solution. I've right. studied you. And now I want to communicate with you. Let's get into right. a conversation. And that's something I even struggle with. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to keep it all the way real. It's something I even struggle with because um, when I'm talking to hairdressers, as soon as I created the conversation about the statistics of us struggling financially, that's huge, right? Right. As soon as I started that conversation, I've gotten DMs about it because they're like, hey, look at me. See? I am struggling, right? right? So I think when we're looking to articulate the value, make sure that when you're articulating, you're providing a conversation, mm. the intimacy. Right. And we're missing that from social media. Right. So then when it comes to articulating the value, make sure that the value can start a conversation. It can spark something in someone. It can ignite someone in, into someone. And they're going to be like, wait. I've been looking for you. Right. I don't know how I found you, but I know that I've been looking for you and right. you have given me a, a room to say, hello, someone sees and hears my problem. And right. now I'm able to solve it. They might not be ready to spend money with you, but you but, just started the conversation and that's important. Yep. Um, and flawless, flaw, flawfully yours made a comment. She's so right. She says, there's always people watching, always. Even the more reason why you should be clear with your messaging. And she's right. Somebody is always watching, even when you think they're not watching, right? Um, so, yeah, you're, you're right. Absolutely. Make sure that it's not always about me, me, me. Um, make sure that you are provoking thought, right? That's why I posted that, uh, the, the quote that I made for Warren Buffett, right? Right before our live, because I want to provoke thought. I want people to start thinking and jump in a conversation. Um, a lot of my postings, um, are always around education because yes, I want to have a conversation with you. I want you to be engaged. I want you to ask questions. <laughs> like that's yeah. how we grow. That's how we learn. Absolutely. So, um, that's why we hit it all. Cause it's like, we came from the same, it's like, we were cut from the same cloth we're all just about sharing what we have learned no matter what area right mm -hmm. um in order to help others so i love that and i loved this conversation <laughs> and i know that all of you watching loved it too um definitely has been awesome you have taught me so much in the short amount of time um, that we've known each other on how to communicate my value as well. So um, for all of the Five Finance family and some people from uh, Charge of Worth Academy, I'm sure we're on to in the Chair's <laughs> Blueprint. Thank you for joining. Um, I hope that you are all blessed by
by the information that was shared tonight because there were a lot of jewels, a lot of gems that Angelica has blessed us all with. Um, Samurai says, I would like to say I'm proud of you both, and the conversation was great. Thank you so much, Samurai, for tuning <laughs> Thank in. Thank you. Thank yep. you. So, Angelica, uh, before I let you go, please tell the people how you would like for them to connect with you if they want to um, connect with you. Well, you can connect with me on, um, I have a YouTube show. I have a live podcast called The Chair's Blueprint, and it brings content every single Wednesday at 1230, and we have conversations around business. I love it. And you can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, and I'm Angelica D. Prather on Facebook and on Instagram, and on LinkedIn, just Angelica Prather. So you can connect with me any of those places. Okay, cool. You don't have like different names like me. I'm incognito. Y'all can't find me. <laughs> and of course, check out my website. Right. It's angelicaprather.com. And um, I have my Chargeworth Academy. You can right. connect with me. Just DM me. Send me a message. I'm in, your, I'm in the chat. It's really me. I don't have a VA coming in and responding to you. It's I really me. It. <laughs> I um, love it. That's right. So y'all y'all heard tonight, right? Like all of these gems that she was dropping. So definitely connect with her along one or multiple platforms um, in order to continue to get all of this information. I mean, y'all need to understand some people charge for this information. And so I love your heart because you just want to share. And I'm the same way. Like, I just want to share with people because I want us all to win. Like, that's my motto. I need to put that on the shirt. I want us all to win. <laughs> <laughs> because that's definitely my model. Well, thank you again, Angelica, for joining us on this episode of Flip It. I want you to wait backstage. I will um, hook up with you shortly, but let me just say bye to all of the guests. But thank you again so much. We really You're appreciate welcome. it. Bye, Five Finance. <laughs> All right, Five Finance family. So thank you so much for joining on this episode of Flip It. I hope you were all blessed. Um, again, uh, definitely understand the difference between your value versus your worth and learn how to effectively communicate that value because that is a game changer when we talk about retaining clients and winning clients, right? Um, make sure that there's always passion and purpose behind every single conversation that you're having with someone okay that's the key right so angelica gave us that secret sauce um so if you are catching this um, on the tail end definitely watch the replay um, make sure that you comment hashtag replay so that we know that you were watching it in replay but you definitely are going to want to take notes um again um, visit our website, right? If you want to book a consultation with myself, um, tax season is upon us. We also offer bookkeeping services for small business owners. Um, and we also offer tax prep for business owners as well. Um, so definitely visit the website, um, book a consultation because we're all about communication at Five Finance. That's how we get to know each and every one of our clients because no one client is the same, right? Um, so I am going to give you back the rest of your Tuesday evening. Thank you again so much for joining. Please do not uh, forget to hit that subscribe button. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit the like button if you liked what you hear. But until next time, Five Finance family, you all have a blessed and wonderful Tuesday evening. See you soon.